If our operations have been crippled by the missing archive, then the best we can do at this point is to cripple theirs. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the rest of the well-roasted dusters. Hello, I'm Lena, a.k.a. Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I'm John, and I play Clytus Mokin. Uh, let's jump back in. Um, so, we are still in the middle of our wild circus heist. Um, the clown melee has finished up. Um, the train cars are lined up so that way the very first car that you guys have already stolen from is starting to uh, get towards the back of the heist car and you are coming up on the second car. Um, you are be beginning to suspect, based on the length of the show so far, that um, you are probably going to have to leave two of these cars behind in order to uh, really, make, like, in order to use all of your time without really pushing it. What do you mean by leave two cars behind? Um, so you've already looted the one on the very end, um, on the right here. Uh, you, you suspect you really only have time for one car, maybe two, if you are incredibly fast. Oh, yeah, that doesn't seem like it would be a big problem. Take what you can get, leave the rest. Uh, just, just so I'm not metagaming here by accident, uh, were we informed about the different logos on these train cars? Like, uh, it is a the... surprise to see anything other than Irvine on the train cars. Okay, I, I just couldn't remember if whoever had noticed that there is the Wild Family Crest or whatever on there actually told the rest of us about it. I don't remember. Uh, I am not sure who all saw it, to be honest with you. I think I saw but, it. Uh, I feel like I would have said something to everyone, but I don't know if I got a chance and then forgot about it. I feel like Bella saw it when she got tossed into the air. Bella wants to rob her family. I. Odds <laughs> are, the, the odds are what we're after is <laughs> right in there anyway, so. Hop, skip it, a jump to the first car. Um, Clytus, oh. I think you are in the performance car, and Bella, are you in the heist car or the performance car? I think you're in the heist car. I'm in the heist car. I don't, yeah, she wouldn't trust herself to actually get anything done over there, but she'll help in whatever way she can. <laughs> uh, we will, uh, go ahead and start with the, uh, next circus act. Um, Clytus, uh, you notice that, um, Hinston has changed out of his, like, extra sheriff outfit that he put on for the clown melee when he came out to, uh, tie you up. Um, did you, did you get untied yet? I don't think so. Um, I'm not sure that, uh, anybody is in quite a hurry to untie you. Um, but you see Hinston change out of this uh, outfit, and, um, he's still in just, like, his regular clown stuff. Um, and he walks out uh, back onto the clowns uh, or onto the performance stage um, to the center, carrying a bunch of billy clubs. Um, and uh, give me a spirit roll, Clytus. 
Yeah. So is that two? I believe it is. I mean, I didn't pull up characters yet. Oh, yep, two. <clears throat> uh, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I think with nothing, nobody's really untying you, and you weren't put in a place where you can really see out the door. Um, so you're not quite sure what his uh, performance looks like. Um, let's go back to uh, Finn and Bella. So I'm just making sure I'm understanding where we were at. Uh, so we were. Uh, so the last thing I remember was helping Olda and Yolens, the future arms, uh, jump back across to the heist car. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Um, and then I think our uh, coin shot was uh, he had rolled really well and was almost back on, not quite back on. If I'm remembering that correct, uh, Shinav. Okay, so what I'd like to do is, um, I guess I, I guess I'd get prepared for the next car and just kind of work my way down. Alright, um, and then as far as you're aware, you're still just going for the next car, right? Um, we haven't really made that change of course out loud with everybody, or have we? But as far as Finnegan's concerned, that's the, that's the plan, correct? Um, if Bella saw him preparing to go for the next one up, then she would probably give him a little nudge and say, Hey, I know it might be a little bit out of the way, but I would really like to hit that train car that's right at the front. Um, wouldn't that be, like, right in front of all the people? Uh, uh, you mean, do have a way to um, try and communicate with the captain, like, uh, different colored smokes to tell him to speed up or slow down. Gotcha, okay. I mean, I can give the conductor the signal. I mean, we might as well try to hit one more on the way while it's going across. What do you say? Yeah, I figure we can always... I just... I really want to see what's in that one. I want to see if my stupid little brother's got something good in there. I mean, uh, odds are, whatever we're actually after, I mean, they'd want to keep it in something that doesn't scream Irvine, so... I mean, that'd be my guess. And that's a very good guess. Shall I go signal him? Aye, let's do it. Alright, I will go do the signal. Uh, yeah, you've got a um, guy with the uh, circus who is controlling, like, a colored smoke that's coming out um, of the uh, car just to kind of give the feed the atmosphere a little bit. Um, and you have him switch to a different color smoke, and the train starts to speed up. Um, I will say that it's going to be, uh, it won't be right away. It'll take a couple of beats before um, it goes all the way back. And so um, you guys are probably going to be waiting through the end of Hinston's act before you have a chance to jump over. I'm going to make an audible here. I want to say green smoke for speed up and fuchsia smoke for slow down. Yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. What is Clytus doing is he is hogtied on the, the floor here. Clytus is, like, trying to roll into view of some some circus hands and trying to make some noise get someone. Is someone going to get me untied here? I can't do nothing, just hogtied on the floor. Yeah, go ahead and give me a charm roll. And uh, I'm going to give you plus one for being deceptively lackadaisical. I got threes and a nudge. Yeah, with threes and a nudge, um, after they uh, kind of chuckle to each other, the, the cow, cow, cow clowns 
come over and uh, get you completely untied and stand you back up on your feet. Much obliged. Alright, where where Finn get off to? Elias is gonna, like, go peer out the side of the performance car. Um, which way are you looking? Forward. Okay, um, as you look forward, um, you do see some green smoke at the front of the, uh, uh, circus car, um, that is coming from a small device that they've got, um, attached to the wall. Um, and you see that the train has started to move a little bit more. Um, you do not see anybody on top of the train anymore. Um, or what did, does anybody remember what, um, Flamar ended up doing? Did he stay over on the other roof? I do not remember at all. I know that I'm he, pretty sure he did. I know that he almost fell trying to help me get the first door unlocked uh, and opened. Yeah, I think he, he just stayed over there. So you do see him um, kind of surreptitiously making his way forward on the second car um, towards the gap of the third. Um, so he's right about here um, on the map. I know uh, I but tried, you don't see Finn anywhere. I tried to unlock the second car and failed that. I do remember that. Clytus is then going to uh, take a I'm... peek in on, on um, Instant's act. Okay, give me just a second. I'm going to uh, roll for Shin. Uh, he got fives and a nudge. Um, so as you're just about to peek in, um, you see between the train cars, um, Shin kind of come rocketing in between and then slide over in between the cars right under uh, Flum um, and onto, like, the little connection between the cars uh, before he starts to climb up onto this third car with Flum. Um, as you look forward to see Hinston's act, um, you see that Hinston is doing an elaborate uh, juggling act. And let's see how well he does. Um, he got a pair of twos, and so, um, you can see, a uh, pair of twos and a nudge, so you can see, like, every once in a while, he'll kind of, like, stumble a little bit and, like, have to go to the side because the train will be just a little bit more unsteady, um, and at one point he does drop one of the, uh, clubs that he is juggling, but he, uh, the for as long as you watch, you just see him go through different, um, sorts of juggling patterns and, um, like alternating rhythms with one hand and the other um, and different sort of tricks like that with these um, sort of like billy club pin looking uh, looking objects. Show off. Uh, I want to, is there any like kind of stink bomb or, or something that Clytus could like throw in there as a distraction? <laughs> um, what you got in your inventory? No, I don't I don't think so. Let me see um, what do I have? Train maps. I got my cowboy craftsman tools. But I don't think anything in there would work as a smoke bomb. Uh give me a spirit roll, this one's gonna cost a cost one of them. Right. Just one nudge. Uh, yeah, with one nudge, you try and kind of, like, go over to see if you can find, uh, maybe, like, where the lion, uh, does his business, but there's just nothing there. Alright, is there, is there something that looks kind of like a belly club, but, uh, would definitely be the wrong weight that I could toss in his direction? Uh, give me a wits roll. 
I got ones and a nudge. Uh, with ones and a nudge, I think you find um, maybe one that's like cracked a little bit um, that he has left behind. Um, and so it's a little bit harder to handle, but it is still one of the uh, clubs. You're not able, fi- able to find anything that closely resembles it other than this damaged one. But Clytus is still wearing his cowboy outfit, right? Yeah. So Clytus is going to like saunter in and shout, hey, you forgot one, and then toss it at them. He's- All right, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Five. <laughs> yeah, that beats his twos. Um, so you toss this one in, and like he goes to grab it as it goes through the air, um, and he grabs it on the end, uh, right in, as you like. You kind of like. I, I'm assuming you're you're not quite just tossing it in there to toss it in there, but to be disruptive. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So it starts sailing towards his head. He reaches forward and pl- uh, tries to pluck it from the air and grabs it on the end of the handle. Um, and that handle snaps, and the rest of the club keeps moving forward and smacks him right in the nose. And um, all of the billy clubs kind of fall down, some of them um, hitting him as he falls onto the floor. Uh, and a couple of them scatter away, and fall. Uh, one of them falls off of the train uh, onto the tracks. Clytus does like a really silly, stupid-looking dance all the way around Hinston. <laughs> like I'm thinking something similar to from Gangnam Style, when okay, like, yeah, the guy um, in yellow is dancing, and then Psy just like just starts kind of sidestepping in a circle around him. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll, and then uh, you know there's there's like seven different Fortnite dances you could choose that would just make this moment perfect. Uh, we'll we'll have Kelsier do a couple and see what people think would work best. I don't know any. I don't really know many of the Fortnite dances. Oh, it's okay. Kelsier knows a lot of them. Okay, so <laughs> that was two nudges. I'm gonna re-roll. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> As you start to try and do this uh, dance around him, um, you get really into it and like start jeering and really like leaning forward to him as he's staring on standing or uh, laying on his back. And your foot hits one of the billy clubs that is now scattered across the floor. And um, suddenly you are no longer looking at him, but looking up at the sky as your back hits the bottom of the train. Oh, my back. Well, at least there is some karmic justice in the universe, Hinston says as he gets up and uh, starts to collect the billy clubs. Clytus just gets up and then like, shamefully walks off stage. Uh, at this point, the uh, train car has aligned right here. Um, Bella, go ahead and give me a wits roll to see if you can get the timing just right to have this slow down um, and see how well it aligns. Um, that was ones and a nudge. <laughs> Uh, I think once in a nudge, um, you know, you're not going to have the most expansive window, but um, it, the train slows down right about where um, it's about right here. And so you're going to you're going to have a window. It's just not going to be the best window that you could have. For our audience right here is 
where the gap between the first and oh, second car. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, the the car is about halfway between the heist car and the performance car. This is why I don't use uh, visual aids most of the time. <laughs> Finnegan's going to take the opportunity to jump across to prep himself for opening the door. Uh, what are you doing for preparation? Um, getting to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the first thing you notice when you open the door again is that, um, Flum has, as he tries to jump over onto the roof of this other one, has fallen down and is now in between the two cars. Um, let's see how, uh, Shin is doing. Shin got two fours, so Shin makes it over really easily, um, and then turns around to try and help Flum up for the next beat. Uh, Finn, go ahead and give me a physique roll. That is fives and a nudge. Yeah, fives and a nudge. Um, you leap over, and you have been kind of starting to get the hang of jumping between these train cars. It's a, a little bit like jumping between uh, ships uh, if ships were moving at a much faster pace and could kill you if you missed. Uh, but you jump over and grab onto the door there, and you're pretty well positioned to just kind of shimmy over and get at that lock at the next beat. Nice. Welcome to the Finnegan Bowman weight training program. <laughs> all trains and all doors. <laughs> That's done the wonders for my physique. All doors go to heaven. I mean, technically, I knock them down, so maybe not. Um, is there any other circus events that anybody wants to see um, the circus put on, or um, should I kind of keep taking that over? Maybe instead of like, maybe instead of like actual like you know like the big animals like the elephants and the giraffes, they can kind of do like a Lion King on Broadway where they have. Uh, where they have uh, puppets, uh, well, people running puppets of all the different larger animals. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so the uh, all of the alamancers who did the trapeze stuff earlier, um, and the um, the the skimmer and the uh, lurcher who did the kite act, um, get out these elaborate costumes, and they don't have any poles for them or anything. Um, there are just different. Uh, different points that they push and pull on to keep it in shape. Um, and as they get out the door, the uh, head of the giraffe shoots up in like a telescoping uh, fashion. Um, and I imagine like it's sort of like the same material you might see with the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Wacky waving inflatable arm waving tube man. Uh, in that like it's a like a, a canvas or maybe nylon type fabric. Um, that is a little bit flexible, and they've uh, put like metal ratchets in or something to be able to let them manipulate this. Uh, but the the head of the giraffe shoots up, and there's a couple of alamancers um, holding onto this thing as they make it walk out there um, onto the uh, main platform. And uh, let me give them a roll to see how well they perform. I, I also have one request. Yeah, because we've established that dragons are canon in the Cosmere. We need a dragon. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that there's any dragon legends on Scadrial though. Ah, we could have a dog though. Um, some 
Yeah, there definitely there could dog. be a dog. And watch it be Hoyd. <laughs> um, but once again, these Alamancers are uh, just incredibly skilled, and they, they know their craft, and they have decided to really adapt it to uh, the the environment that they've been put in. And so, uh, you know, a couple of them come out with a giraffe. Uh, another one comes out, and instead of on a kite, this time the skimmer is in a bird-like contraption, and it's less obvious who it is that is, like, tethering him as he catches the wind and starts flying around and doing, like, circles around the head of the giraffe. Um, but you can, uh, you know, if you if you were cued into the magic, you would understand that, like, they're kind of passing it back, back and forth as he manipulates the air currents to do a lot of the motion, and then they just give him anchor points for to let him manipulate. Um, yeah, at a couple different points, like the giraffe and the elephant that they bring out, um, spring up and like climb the uh, audience's bleachers like a staircase uh, and then run on top of the train before running out to the left side and around. And the, uh, you know, it's just another really cool display of what they're able to accomplish with their allomancy and a poor performance art. Uh, just watching these uh, lifelike giant sized animals um, run around in an almost realistic fashion without any sort of strings or anything attached to them. We have like a ton of lemurs just suddenly popping up between the stands and almost like they're coming out of the, the roof of the car, like they're coming out of their hidey holes. <laughs> Some meerkats just pop in and out of the center ring sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Bella, are you going to continue rioting as the... Uh, fellas leap across this train or are you interested in investigating this one yourself partially um i don't i don't think that she would trust herself to get over there alive uh so she'll just continue rioting everybody and then just like try to peek into the other car from where she's standing okay uh yeah go ahead and give me a riding roll all righty Um, that was fives and a nudge. Yeah, so um, everybody can go ahead and take one more uh, die moving forward um, on their next roll. Um, speaking of, uh, Clytus, is there anything that you wanted to do in the meantime? Um, Clytus is going to look out again and see if he can see what Bella and Finn are doing and anticipate whether or not he needs help look for any witnesses that might need to be taken care of. Um, with yeah, uh, go ahead and give me a wits roll. With popcorn and circus magic, not, like, taken care of. Sure. Um, yeah, you give that. me a wits roll. Everybody in the party, give me a spirit roll. Well, I've only got one now, right? You get to roll two, but you have a negative outcome on your roll. Yep, I got nothing. I got fours. I got nothing. Uh, well, thanks to the good show that the uh, Alamancers put on, I took away a lot of the audience's dice, and they got nothing as well. Um, so with the fours and the nothing, um, Clytus, you, what, what did you get for your wits roll? Oh, sorry, I thought I had to do a spirit roll. Uh, you did, but then um, this as well. My four, five, five. I got fours. 
Uh, yeah, so you can see that um, Flum has had some trouble and is uh, caught between the two cars, although just barely because that angle is kind of bad for you. Um, you look forward to see if you can notice anybody in the audience paying attention, but you notice that everybody's absolutely riveted by the display being put on by the Alamancers, and so um, you feel pretty comfortable that things are going well for the moment, and there's nothing that is in dire need of your attention. Um, so you you know you're not you don't feel pressed that there's an emergency you need to take care of. Okay, I think Clytus is just gonna play supervisor and observe. Let everyone else do the real work. Perfect. Uh, so let's get to that real work. Um, Finn, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Um, I am going to keep it neutral since you... Um, boy, you get your plus one from Bella. But I'm going to keep it neutral since you're still kind of... Um, it's still a difficult task, but you're starting to get the hang of it. Do I retain the plus one for knowing how the lock works? Or does it? Uh, does the difficulty of being on the train... Take that. Um, you know, I'm going to give you the plus one for that, um, since you're starting to get the, the hang of, like, moving on this train. So, physique roll plus two. That looks like twos and two nudges. Yeah, twos and two nudges. Um, you are able to get this train open, um, the door open, and you start to slide it open a little bit with the lock still in one hand. Um, let me roll for Flum and Shin. Yeah, I rolled like four twos on that. I'm like, ah. Uh, so Shin is able to climb up pretty quickly. Uh, or, uh, I'm sorry, Shin uh, is able to help uh, Flum climb up pretty quickly. And Flum walks over, and you feel a gentle tugging on the uh, the lock in your hand. Like a, like a tugging as in... Uh, something's happening with the lock or the lock is being pulled on the lock is being pulled on uh i'm gonna look at who's pulling it uh you see flum standing at the top um if if you want to hold on to it you can or if you want to let oh them oh she's pulling grab it. she's pulling the lock up okay yeah got it okay i misunderstood like what was going on i'm like oh what's happening um you do not have to let it go if you don't want to. I will let it go, but I want to keep the key. Okay. Um, you let it go, and you see it kind of rise up, and Flum tries to grab for it, and you see her fumble, and it starts to fall. Oh, brother. At the last second, Shin reaches out and grabs it. Um, these these NPCs are not rolling well, but they're covering for each other enough. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna look at Flum, and I'm just gonna kind of like do like a little like a little like not not like a mean glare, but it's a glare. <laughs> it's like it's like professionals, people, please. Flum just kind of shrugs, um, and. Uh, Points her to your ears and shakes her head. <laughs> I can't hear you. Don't blame this on your sinuses. <laughs> Episode title, Blame It on Your Sinuses. <laughs> okay. Uh, since they've secured time. the lock, since they've secured the lock, I'm going to try and get uh, get the doors open. Yeah, go ahead and give me another physique roll. Okay. 
Uh, that will be threes and two nudges. Threes and two nudges. Uh, yeah, you absolutely get this door open, and um, you open it wide up, and then kind of snake around uh, as it's opening, and um, perform like a little spin, and you're inside of the uh, train car. Um, you notice that there are not nearly as many boxes, uh, and they seem to be like a little more tightly packed, like there's uh, more nails and stuff inside the tops of each of these. Interesting. Um, I guess I'm gonna brute strength one of them just to see what's inside of it. Okay, um, just kind of like, are you using some charges to really like just pull open the top? Uh, yeah, I might use a charge. Uh, uh, uh I will say that's just ten charges straight out if you want to do it that way. Yeah, I'll do it that way. Yeah, you, you rip the top off of one of these, and I'm kind of at a loss here. Because I know exactly what's in the crate, but we have no information on exactly what would be in the crate in Scadriel. But Finn has been around the docks long enough to have seen what what drugs look like. And these are absolutely the Scadrian equivalent of drugs uh, being shipped in this crate. Ooh, Bella's got some splaining to do. Well, I'm guessing this might be what the mob is after. (laughs) Take it. Take the power in your hand. Yeah, so uh, how do you react? I kind of give like a little sigh and I'm like, well, we don't want Bella's brother involved in the drug ring and I do this, I get some boats back and... It's it's really the lesser of two evils, isn't it? I'm kind of talking myself into like, okay, yeah, we got to do this. But then you're um, involved in it. Do you, do you want to give yourself both a charm and a spirit roll? <laughs> See which one wins out? Ah, <laughs> oh, sure. Let's do it. Character decisions decided by rolls. That's a lovely precedent to start. Does um, he take willpower damage if he fails his spirit roll? <laughs> <laughs> I got a nudge on charm and fours on spirit. Um, you feel you you feel very strange about the you start to think about the moral the moral and ethical um, quandary that's presented here. Are you becoming responsible for these drugs if you change the course in which they were heading? Um, do you have some moral or ethical duty to destroy these drugs before they uh, get distributed. Uh, does it matter what happens to these drugs as long as you have your boat? Um, these these questions like start to pour through your mind and kind of leave you a little bit crippled um, with uh, indecision um, as you're standing over this crate. I think, I think Finnegan's going to be stuck in his moral quandary for another beat. Um, Flum is going to try and jump back across. Back to the heist car? Um, yeah, back to the, the roof of the heist car, because he'll be more useful on that side. Don't forget, it's Flum the lurcher. Um, Flum is the lurcher. Um, and then Shin is going to try and climb down. Um, which he does pretty handedly. 
I want to have Clytus assisting Flum if, if he can. Um, you would have to travel back to the heist car and then climb onto the roof. Alright, well, Clytus is at least going to travel back to the heist car. Okay, yeah, you walk back there and you see that um, Olda and Yolent are um, both kind of like anticipating the need to jump across and um, like sitting in a ready posture. And um, just as you enter the heist car, you hear a uh, thump on the roof as Flum jumps across. Um, Clytus is going to signal to Old on Yolent with his rope to try and convey that he could toss the rope across. Um, I think that's more of like a your guys' decision. Um, I know that when we first uh, did the first car, they I gave the option of trying to put a plank across. Um, and, uh, that was something that was decided against at the time, I think. Okay. Well, never mind then. Clytus um, will be ready to catch he's... anyone who doesn't quite make it, but almost. Okay. Um, Finn, as you're sitting there, um, staring at these small packages, it tapped, uh, packed tightly into this crate, um, there's a th- soft thump behind you as Shin walks in, and Shin comes over and says, Eh, what you got going on over there, huh? Ah, oh, you speak the mother language. Oh, I speak a little this, little that. What's to you? Well, looks like this is the hole that the uh, the funders of this operation are after. Oh, that that looks like that'll pay big time. Wonder if it'll give us a bonus for it. Uh, and he goes to grab the crate and start moving it over towards the door. Finnegan will let him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll for... Olda, I believe, was the one who was jumping across. Yeah, and Olda... Olda is such a pro. Like, Olda makes Yolan look like he's just a babe in the woods because she just does this neat little jump and she manages to make it across right as uh, Shin gets to the front and grabs a box from him and she prepares to start throwing them across. Bella's a little bit in love. Just a little bit. <laughs> Maybe that right, would so actually roll be for the each title of them. the episode. A little bit in love. <laughs> threes and a nudge on one end. Uh, ones and three nudges I think is good enough. So once again, uh, Olda is just handling this like it's no problem. She tosses it across. Yolent grabs it, but then kind of goes off balance and takes a couple steps back before he straightens back up and puts it down to the side. Um, Finn, what are you doing over in the other... Or, I'm sorry, Bella, did you want to uh, interact in any way? Um, She is trying very hard to get a glimpse at what's going on inside that train car. Uh, Give me a wits roll. Ah, yes. My strong suit. Oh, you know what? Not too bad. That was uh, threes. Uh, with threes, you do notice that um, from your ang- from the angle that you have now, that Finn has kind of like stopped in place and is not really moving very much. And then you see the top of the crate uh, that's being thrown across has been ripped open um, and just like lightly secured back down. Um, and uh, um, Yolent kind of walks over and puts it down next to the other crates. And you can see that it's still just kind of like half jarred open, half 
Um, like, you know, you just push down on something that's been nailed in and it keeps it there, but it's not really fastened. Oh, you know I'm going to open it up. Yeah, um, you open it up and you recognize immediately um, the type of drug that this is as being something that the uh, Irvine family has trafficked in uh, for quite a long time in Rashikin and um, something that they've long been suspected of from officials in Ellendale, but it's never been proven to be them. Um, that is, is absolutely uh, an Irvine product that is being shipped in a wild box. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go over to the door, and I'm going to try to shout at Finn and get his attention. I'm going to go, Finn! Um, Finn, I am going to make this another spirit roll. Yep. Um, to see if you kind of collect yourself enough. Uh, that is fives in a nudge. Yeah, with with the na- um with her shouting your name, um, it's kind of like an instant grounding moment where uh you just come back to the present and you kind of feel like uh for better or worse, there's a sense of finality in the decision that you made, and now is the the point where you have to just live with that decision. Uh, Finnegan at this point is going to be, uh, he's not going to be looking very happy about it, but he is going to be pushing the crates as close to the edge, uh, edge of the car as possible so they can be tossed across. Um, as you pull one of the crates closer, you, um, you see Bella as she kind of waves at you. I wave back. I, (laughs) I pull out the Molotov cocktail and then I indicate it. And then I point at the the boxes. Finnegan gets a really big smile on his face. Hold on, Bella. Clytus pulls out the stick of dynamite. Maybe you want this instead. Darling, I like your style. (laughs) Um, Does somebody want to cue me into on what exactly this means? I think it means boom. We're going with the other kind of vanishing. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of look to it's Shin in the car with me, right? Yeah. Uh, something tells me you might want to be uh, getting out of here really quickly. It looks like my compatriots have something in mind that uh, might not go over too well with our. <laughs> Ah, mysterious benefactors. <laughs> uh, so what, well, are you telling him to, like, jump back across? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what about the, the, about the boxes here? Well, I mean, what's a little bit of money when it, uh, money and boats when it comes to making sure people's lives aren't destroyed? Now, now, stealing goods and valuables from rich folk, I'm, I'm all for, but... When it comes to things that can potentially be devastating to one's livelihood and life, I, I, t- I tend to stay away from that quite a bit. That's, that's Guns, where... absolutely. Drugs, that's where I draw the line. Don't forget yeah. fires and explosions. We're all about that. <laughs> Definitely not No judgment. I just uh, I like the juxtaposition. Um, give me a charm roll.
Uh, that's a whole lot of nothing. Um, he kind of, like, gives a little bit of a nervous laugh and looks over at Olda, and Olda, um, kind of gives you, like, a raised eyebrow and then picks up the next crate and goes to toss it over. Um, she tosses it. And, uh, Yolent, uh, catches it. That one went pretty smoothly. And he goes and puts that one next to the uh, first one. Well, I I can't say I didn't warn you, and I jump across. Yeah, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Yep. Uh, five's in a nudge. Yeah, you uh you kind of jump over and you land pretty lightly on your feet, um, right next to uh, Bella and Clytus. Um, I indicate the stick of dynamite, and I say, Finn, would you like to do the honors, darling? Um, well, is there a way we can? Is there a way we can, uh, let the folks... Ooh, uh, how is the train situated out of curiosity? Um, it is looking, uh, pretty even. The window is starting to close to where you can, uh, jump across comfortably. And where is the, uh... And where, out of curiosity, is the head of the train? Um, I would say there's probably another couple of cars that are less, like, maybe might be shipping grain, or maybe they're empty cars that are going to pick things up. Um, but there's three or four more cars um, up front before the uh, head of the um, engine would be more up towards where the uh, first set of bleachers is. Bella, on second thought, hold on to that dynamite. And Trevor, I'm going to tell you what I would like to do. Sure. I would like to jump back across, get to the front of the car, and pry them apart so I'm not hurting the uh, so I'm not hurting the drivers of the other train. Okay. Um. Let's do a physique roll to start. Yep. Um. Clytus and Bella, are you doing anything as Finn jumps back across? Um. I'll riot. Uh, Finn to help him out. Sure, go ahead and give me a riding roll. Oh, yeah, I forgot to use my one extra die earlier. Uh, you might still need it. <laughs> uh, fours and a nudge. That's a lot of um, fours. A lot of fours and a nudge. I think with fours, um, you can go ahead and have a uh, free nudge on your next roll, Zach. Ooh, yay. Um, um, that's fives and the free nudge. Okay, yeah. Um, so you, you make it back across very easily. Um, and you, you're just going to disconnect it at the wild car? Yep. Okay. Um, we will handle that in just a second. Um, Hinston walks up, um, and he kind of uh, grabs Clytus by the shoulder. What? Why do you have the dynamite? I thought the whole point of this exercise was so that way we, nobody knew we were here. Hey, I just come prepared. I'm just holding on to it. Prepared for what? And, and FYI, I believe I gave the dynamite to Bella, isn't it? Yeah, but Hinston came, like, to you to talk to you. Like, out of the two of you, he addressed the question to you. Punk, if there's one thing I know about this group is you need dynamite. Alright, well, at least let us finish transferring the goods over before you go all explodey. Look at me. I'm not the one with the dynamite. And Clyde is like... I, 
shuffles to hide the other three sticks in his pocket. (laughs) For the record, I'm probably holding a stick of dynamite in one hand and a Molotov cocktail in the other. This is this is uh, an image that needs drawn fan base. We need this image. <laughs> um, Hinston looks at you and raises his eyebrow. I give him my most winning smile and a wink. Um, as you guys are talking, another uh, crate gets uh, thrown over from the uh, wild car. Uh, Finn. Go ahead and give me a physique, or let's make it a wits roll to see if you can figure out how to disconnect these two train cars. What if I just want to break it? Um, ooh, that that sounds expensive to me. Um, that's some that's some pretty heavy metal. But um, yeah. Okay, let me let me see if I can. What I okay, I'll do the wits roll. See if I can find like a weak point. Where I'd be able to like easily wedge them apart. Maybe there's a hinge somewhere. Um, I mean, there, it'd probably be easier just to do the the wits roll to figure out the mechanism at that point. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, give me a wits roll four. Um, twos. Yeah, twos is good enough. Um, it takes you a little bit longer. Um, than you would like, um, and you notice um, that third box being tossed across as you start to get this uh, unhooked. But then you see like the little lever that you've got to pull to like disconnect the two arms that grab, um, and you do that, and then you find the last chain that you've got to unhook. And um, there's a little bit of a squealing and a little bit of a lurch in the train as the uh, front of the train starts to speed up. And the other two starts to slow down. I'm still keeping pace just a little bit because of its momentum. Um, But this uh, train car has absolutely come uh, away free and is disconnected from the rest. And I'll go back around, let the other guys know. Uh, Last chance, I think it's about to get very fiery pretty soon. Um, Yeah, I think that they kind of got... They at least don't want to be stranded in it. Uh Um, And so they're not going to try and get any more of the boxes. Um, Shin jumps over with no issue. And Olda jumps over holding a fourth box. Because she, once again, got fives and a nudge. Then me jumping over? Uh, Yeah, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Fives and a nudge. Um, as you jump over and land right behind Bella and Clytus, um, you see Hinston there talking to him, and uh, Clytus kind of like points at the stick of dynamite and puts his hands up and takes a step back, and Bella gives a really, really big smile, and Hinston looks between the three of you, and um, he, you can tell that he's not very happy about the situation, but he doesn't say anything more, and he turns around. I stop him. Like, I will physically stop him. From turning around? From from turning around. Why, you want to witness like, the dynamite? Well, is he turning around and leaving? That's what I... That, that was the impression I got. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's turning around and walking away from the situation. He's washing his hands of it. Okay. The moment he I'm, turns around, 
Clytus lights one of the sticks of dynamite that he had in his pocket still, and then tosses it over to the wild card. And in the meantime... Yeah, so, you meantime, know what? I'm going to light both things in my hand and do the same. I feel like the way this works is Clytus lights his stick and then like holds it over towards Bella, who lights both of hers off of Clytus's fuse. And then... Um, and then... If I can, I'd like to take the Molotov from, uh... Oh, Clytus just hands him another stick of dynamite. I got four of them. Okay. <laughs> um, so what I'd like to do is I'd like to push the remaining drugs to the back of the car, stick the di- piece of dynamite in them, and just kick them off after I light it. Oh, you're. Uh, I didn't realize you were back in the other car. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought. Oh, wait. No. Uh, what? What are you doing? No, the the crates that have already come across. Uh, yeah. Could, would you mind redescribing that again? So, I'd like to get them situated like in the back of the car, um, to where I can just like you know kick them off with the um... dynamite. So you, you'd have to, like, bring them... Are you saying, like, towards the door here again? Oops. That's not the ping door. Ping either door, either like, towards the door or if there's... Uh, or if we're in, like, the back of the car, like, right in here. Um, There would be another door that you would have to open as well. Gotcha. And then, like, the little, like, gate thing there. Gotcha. Um, okay. If, if you're going to try and, like, grab these crates and move them back towards the door... Um, I think Olda and Yolant are both going to kind of, uh, like, put a hand on top of the crate. Um, what are you doing? Hold on. While that's going on, Clytus is throwing the dynamite before he loses the window. Um, yeah, give me a fizzy roll. And I get that extra die? Do you get that extra die? Yes! Woohoo! Five's in a nudge. Yeah, you you toss it and it uh sails straight through, um, hits kind of the back wall of there, and then falls onto the floor where you see it just roll to the back of the cabin. Hole in one. Uh Bella, do you want to give me a physical for the uh stick of dynamite? Uh which one are you throwing first? Um <laughs> I'm gonna throw the Which one do I probably have longer? Like, I can hold it for longer. Probably the Molotov. Okay, I'll throw the dynamite first. Okay, give me a physique roll. This is fine. Uh, that was twos. Yeah, uh, twos, you throw it. Um, it lands in the middle of the floor and then kind of comes to a stop right in there. Um, the train is getting slower and slower, and that window is kind of uh, losing uh, its opportunity. Um, and so I'm going to give you a, uh, plus one in difficulty for the next, the next one. So threes are above. Okay. Um, the, the final thing that I was going to do before I toss this, uh, Molotov cocktail is I was just kind of, kind of glance over my shoulder at, uh, Olda and Yolant. And I was just going to kind of brandish the Molotov cocktail in my hands and say, darling, I will take this entire car with us if you don't let us do what we want. Uh, I'm going to make that a charm roll, and I'm going to give you a plus one because of uh, brandishing a little top cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> There's the episode title.
Brandishing a Molotov cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) That was fours and two nudges. Uh, I'm going to give him a spirit roll, but I don't think it's going to do anything. And then what Finnegan is saying to them in the process. Um, I signed up for stealing stealing from rich people for another rich person, which is bad enough as it is, but I didn't I didn't make a deal with the devil to be someone's drug runner. <laughs> well, technically, you signed up with the mob to steal from the Yakuza, basically. <laughs> but uh, that's a, just minutia. I mean, stealing, um, stealing valuables and then, like, exchanging those valuables is one thing. Give me a charm roll and roll better than Olda. Me? Okay. Yep. Fives. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the fives and then with the successes Bella had, um, you you see uh, how this happens is you see that um, the rest of them kind of like cow away from Bella as she brandishes this Molotov at them. And then Olda takes two steps forward and she starts to uh, to sit, open her mouth and you step in front of her. And you put yourself squarely right in front of her and you give her that short speech and kind of stare her down. And she stares straight into your eyes and um, she le- she le- uh, walks, takes a step over towards the crate. She picks up the crate and she nods at you and she says, that's fine, but this one's mine. Is she holding it like a baby? What's she doing? No, she's like holding it in like under one arm because they're smaller crates. Oh, okay. They're not like the big big bulky ones what you do with your own life is your choice i just don't want other people to suffer suffer because some fat cat is sitting there making money off of people's misery and that and then i'll leave it at that i i won't press the issue i toss my molotov cocktail uh give me a physique roll threes or above Wait, wait, have we pushed the carts out, or are you setting us all on fire? (laughs) Oh no, I'm throwing it at the other one. It's overkill, but that's, that's, yeah, that's, uh, (laughs) oh, that was nothing. (laughs) I am gonna set us all on fire. (laughs) You, you throw it out, and it sails up, and it's, for a moment, it looks really good, and then it lands just short, and splashes in a, um, gout of flame all over the train tracks. That can I then? Cool, can I then like try to aim carefully and throw the rest of the crates on the existing fire that the Molotov um, has created? I think you'd probably be better off um, just like putting the crates together, lighting the stick of dynamite, and, pushing and then them throwing off. the crates. Yeah. Okay, sounds good to me. That's what I'll um, do. Just just because of how fast the train is moving. Yep. Um, like, like, almost immediately, the train would, um, that has been slowing down would be on top of the fire very briefly, but it would pass very quickly. Okay, let's do that, then. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a physique Uh, plus one for being a dock worker. You're used to slinging crates. Fours and a nudge. Yeah, with fours and a nudge, um, just as you're, you're able to get this lit, and you toss it out, and it starts to tumble away, and a couple of seconds after it starts to tumble, um, you hear two booms from the train behind you, and the audience just start to scream um, as like shrapnel kind of like rains down a little bit on the heist car um, and a little bit on the performance car, but it doesn't quite get up to the uh, audience. 
Um, but the uh, splintered remains of the wild car um, is just falling in pieces and chunks. And uh, several seconds after that, there's another boom as the uh, crates then explode a little bit away from the train tracks. And um, there are more screams from the audience who um, kind of like panic and rush towards the other end um, away from the performance car. Uh, and um, Hinston turns back around and once again gives a sour look to everyone, but doesn't say anything. I'd like to whisper the Clytus, hey, would you like to throw Winston in the lion's cage? Hinston in the lion's cage? Clytus is going to try to, a moment Hinston isn't looking, surreptitiously sneak one of the dynamites into his pocket. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, give me a physique roll. Reason a nudge. Oh, yeah, you're able to do that pretty easily. Now he's complicit. He sure is. <laughs> um, I don't want to take too much more of our time, because I know we're starting to get towards uh, a little bit longer than we like to go. Um, but the, uh, the circus then ends its acts and um, tries to get everybody to calm down. And, it's um, all part of the show. Try- it's fireworks. <laughs> uh, we just we always bl- no they don't say it's part of the show they don't say blowing up the other train is part of the show um, <laughs> I mean how did they uh, even know it was the, uh, the other train blew up oh you you could tell you could tell it was it was oh, a I plant guess there are it was stands a, facing the other way it was a plant train it was there to blow up the entire time <laughs> um, but there there's no more acts that are put on um, and you guys arrive back in uh, Ellendale um, to perform or uh, to the train station, and um, you notice quite strangely that there is already a police presence waiting at the train station. <laughs> good, good God, we're on the wanted list again. <laughs> we just got off. <laughs> As the uh, the other train pulls into the station. Um, you see the uh, police kind of swarm up to the other train, um, and uh, immediately the conductor is pulled out and is kind of questioned roughly, and you see like them talking animatedly, and they go back towards the back of the train, and you uh, everybody give me a wits roll. The, the back of our train or the back of the, the Irvine train? The Irvine train. Reason I got nothing. Twos. Um, yeah, well, I'm sorry, what did everybody else get? Twos. Nothing. Um, Clytus, you happen as you're trying to uh, discreetly exit your car and get out of the area. Um, you overhear the police officer saying, well, there's not even a car from the Wild family here. And the conductor then says, well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Somebody blew up the train. Um, And um, they continue to have a spirit of disagreement trying to sort out exactly what happens as the um, everybody on the heist car uh, is able to take that opportunity to pack up and slip away uh, from the train station and back towards the warehouse. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
can Clyde, I want Clytus to try and disguise himself with the clown makeup so he's not recognizable as Clytus. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm gonna make that a wits roll. Alright. I'm gonna make it a minus one, though, because you're putting the makeup on yourself. Fours. Yeah, you're able to um, slap on uh, makeup all over the areas where uh, skin had been exposed before, um, kind of alter your appearance just a little bit, just through the sheer ridiculous amount of color that's on your face. And so it's very difficult to tell uh, what your facial features look like, let alone that you're a coloss blood. So Clytus is, is, is going to go up and, and, and tell the policeman that he saw a wild car and it was... It's, it was smoking all of a sudden out of nowhere and suddenly blew up. It was the darndest thing. He'd never seen anything like it in his life. Uh, yeah, give me a charm roll. Can I get plus one for deceptively lackadaisical? Uh, you know, it would be a crime against God if you did not get a plus one for deceptively lackadaisical telling this story in clown outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Oars and a nudge. Uh, yeah, so the uh, inspector kind of pulls you to the side um, and starts taking some notes as you describe what you saw um, immediately prior to what happened. And, um, you know, you kind of spin this tale of um, something happening on that car and how it endangered the, uh, the circus train, the very first one of its kind, that was so promising and such a wonderful performance destroyed by uh this tragedy of uh whatever whatever it was that caused this explosion yeah <laughs> that's what he does and i think that uh unless anybody else had some role playing that they wanted to do uh we will go ahead and call it there for the week i i, I did want to say something to bella real quick well i mean uh I mean, they never did tell us what we were supposed to grab, and I guess I guess it could be seen as an honest mistake, don't you think? They did also tell us that we could go about this whatever way we wanted to. Honestly, the it's their problem for not being specific. They did say the merchandise had to disappear. <laughs> it sure <laughs> did disappear. <laughs> I don't think that they said that. Um, they They also did not have a specific goal, and they were very open about the fact that we don't know what we're going to get other than the uh, firearms and munitions that you want. Um, they were just as much interested in disrupting the Irvine uh, supply chain as they were in acquiring material goods. Oh, baby, we sure disrupted it. <laughs> yeah, uh, industry disruptors. Um, add that to the secondary, uh, secondary episode title there. Uh, who is the CFO? TNT. I, I mean, I mean, you could technically <laughs> say we did it like the Vanishers. Everything vanished. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you know, I'm. You might have wanted to blow up the munitions train if you wanted to make it that believable, but uh, I think with the misdirection that Clyde has put forth, um, there's uh, there's going to be a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. That's I mean, just dangerous how we chemicals roll. are flammable. Especially if they're in, in enclosed hot spaces. I mean, really, we just all have to be glad that none of the children were harmed. True. Think of the children. Think of the children.
Uh, but I think that is a great place to uh, call the end of the circus train arc. Um, that was fun. That that was a lot of fun. I can't wait to talk about this in the season reflection episode. Yay! Yeah. I'm just glad that we got to blow stuff up again. <laughs> it's been it's been too long. It really has uh, been. You know, it's uh, you really really played to the uh, Survivor's Anarchy cause and the sabotage method that you set out in episode one. Um, we sure did. 100% sabotage, 100% of the time. It's, it's a beautiful thing. With the Roasted Dusters, it's not a question of if something is going to get blown up. It's a matter of when. <laughs> Absolutely. And that was answered quite thoroughly. Uh, so with that in mind, we will be back again in two weeks' time to blow something else up. Bye! Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>